When you build something, it's a very intentional act and you can make a meal, but then you're gonna eat it and it's gone. But you build a house and it's meant to be there for a family to grow up in, maybe then to pass on to the next generation. There are words that both connote creating something, but baked into the word build, I think there's just so much more power and pride. So built in, built in Africa, it, it really resonates. Welcome to the Built in Africa podcast, where we connect trailblazers of the African diaspora through the unifying language of tech. On this episode, we spoke with Becky Sadik, Director of Marketing at Gabea, the Pan-African Online Talent Marketplace. Let's get into it. Becky's journey to Gabea arguably started in 2019 when she left the U.S. and decided to relocate to Ethiopia. Listen as she shares more of her story. So like many people on the team, it started with Amadou, our CEO and co-founder, whose vision and passion for what he wants to achieve with Gabea is literally infectious. And basically, I came to, I'd come to Ethiopia. When we met, I'd been in Ethiopia for going on a year. And my whole objective for, for coming to the country and the continent was to uh, make an impact. I came for personal reasons in the sense that I'm half Ethiopian and I really wanted to connect with that side of, of myself and my culture. But I really wanted to be here, uh, not just as a visitor or an observer, but as someone who could make an impact. And I use that word very... Um, intentionally, because for me, you know, there are a lot of opportunities to make a difference and to, to help in a place like Ethiopia. What I've observed is oftentimes those efforts are not sustainable. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, for example, that might be in the form of charity or a donation or um, kind of a limited time project. And for me, it was really important, again, not to just be here as a visitor, but to contribute and make a real lasting impact in a way that was sustainable. So I came across Gabea itself uh, and, and to Amadou, mm-hmm. and it was very, felt very serendipitous because, to be honest, I, I, didn't, even, I didn't even know that, that the, the kind of uh, model that the company has existed. Mm-hmm. And the fact that Kibaya is built on providing and, and empowering, I'll say, individuals to seize opportunities and build up not only themselves, but other businesses on the continent. It's really attractive to me. I see Kibaya as a bridge and a, and a matchmaker and a resource, both for customers and um, talent looking for, looking for opportunities. And that was really exciting is being able to be in a position that wasn't giving anyone a handout that wasn't giving anyone a favor and wasn't just kind of giving someone an opportunity for like a day or a week, um, really leveraging and improving uh, opportunities from both sides and then building each other up together was so it was really like, cool. Gabea aims to be the most trusted and reliable source of talent in Africa. Today they service clients such as Ethiopian Airlines, Air Senegal, Heineken, and the telecom company Orange. Listen as Becky shares how their business model has evolved 
and their rigorous interview slash onboarding process. Back when we were founded in 2016, the original model was, was to have trainees then become talent. But as we better understood the market demands, we realized sometimes that there was a, a gap, uh, maybe not on the skill side and maybe not on the tech skill side, but the, those softer skills, some of the things I was talking about, communication, critical thinking skills, et cetera. That model has evolved a bit where um, on, on, in two fronts. One, um, if someone passes through our, our training, they are not, not necessarily automatically onboarded into our talent marketplace. Two, those who are in our talent marketplace don't necessarily have had to have to have taken our training. You know, when you think about from the customer or potential customer's perspective, yes, if I need a backend developer, I need a backend developer, you know, plain and simple. But there's so much more to it than that, right? Where, you know, you could just Google or like look in LinkedIn and, and try to find someone who fits that profile, who's in your budget, but how do you know that they'll actually deliver? And yeah. so that's really the, the value that we bring to the table. So we already do that legwork. We have a very rigorous screening and vetting process, which includes looking for talent and connecting with talent, not just that fills the requirements or maybe is at a certain level of experience, but they actually have to prove that they can deliver. So what that looks like is a series of interviews with up to five people uh, from our team, including subject matter experts. They have to take a series of online tests in their area of special specialization as well as soft skill tests like personality tests, critical thinking exam, uh, emotional intelligence exam. And we measure all of that, you know, against kind of certain benchmarks of, okay, what, what does someone actually need to, what is a passing grade, if you will, for, for those different components. And if that's not enough, uh, they also have to complete a project. So a project relevant to their, again, their area of expertise, and then they present that. So all of that is a mix of subjective and objective measuring if they can actually deliver on you know what they say that they that they do so once someone actually is confirmed and and kind of passes the tests to to be vetted as a talent there's also a, an onboarding process where we make sure that they're aligned with our mission and our vision we orient them with kind of some of the, the benefits of being part of the Gabea talent network it's a very involved process and that's all just to become a talent yeah. And so when you when you have someone join us, it, it benefits the customer, of course, because that means they know that they're at a certain level already and will be able to communicate well, you know, uh, working on their project and meet their deadlines and, and deliver excellent quality. But also from the talent side, it, it benefits them because it really, you know, sharpens them and makes sure that they, you know, know where, where the bar is and, and yeah. you know, that they have to really bring their best and what our expectations are. You know, it's not just about like going on our platform and, you know, finding some project or some job and, and that's it. You know, when you're a Gabea talent, you're a representative, you're an ambassador of us as well. And so we want to make sure that you represent Gabea properly. Over the next few years, Gabea plans to scale their platform to 5,000 plus talent across the continent. Starting with a diverse team, Becky shares what goes into building a true Pan-African talent marketplace. Engaging and staying connected with organizations and media that is also, you know, plugged into, we can't be everywhere all at once, um, yeah. but really um, kind of seeing what's happening politically, economically, who, you know, what countries are passing like, things like a startup act and really like staying on top of, you know, news in the, the markets that we're interested in. Because again, kind of going back to your earlier question, as an organization, we're also not here to give handouts. We're here to give opportunities and provide provide opportunities. And so, in order to, to do that, you have to you have to know your market. You have to know um, you know what are the new businesses that are, are fundraised or that are opening. 
Uh, who are some of the you know key players? What are the uh, institutes of like higher education? So th these kinds of authentic you know uh, efforts to engage are really important to staying true to our Pan African you know ethos. Amadou and I have talked about this. There's this myth about like conquering Africa or being the first in Africa to do X that really mm, glazes over so much nuance and cultural difference and different languages and um, you know maybe different levels of you know tech adoption that threatens falling into the mentality that like Africa is a country. And so yeah, when we when we describe ourselves as, as Pan African, I know that it's true. Again, looking at our team, looking at where our customers and our talents are based. And I know that it's intentional too. And that mm -hmm. it's driven by by that research and that knowledge of, you know, kind of being really tapped into, you know, what's happening on the ground. And that's it for this episode. If you haven't already, check out the full article on our website, builtinafrica.io found in the description. And while you're there, subscribe to our newsletter so we may keep you up to date with the latest. But until then, keep building.